Hi, I'm Siobhan Hunt and this is Kindling Conversation, a Kindling Kids radio podcast. Just a quick note before we get into the next episode. If you haven't already, I'd love you to rate and review Kindling Conversation wherever you get your podcasts, or if you enjoy the episode, share it with your friends. All right, thank you, and on with the show. I dropped my son off at his daycare centre today, and every time I go there, I honestly think how lucky I am. I feel I'm lucky because he's got such great educators. They are teachers and they help him grow and play. But every time I speak with them, they have so much excitement about his development and so much compassion. Of course, it is expensive for our family, but I know that it's worth it. But even while I say it's expensive and it takes a huge chunk out of our family's um, wage, both my husband and mine, Most of the teachers at his daycare would only get a smidge above the award wage for what I believe is one of the most important jobs in Australia. Childcare workers have asked families to back a nationwide strike in March that will see hundreds of early learning centres closed in a bid to raise the industry's low award wages. March 27th is the proposed day for the walk-off. And parents are being asked to keep children ages five and under at home for the day in support of the strike. This will be the biggest early education walk-off in Australian history. It's also the third mass staff walk-off in the last 12 months. Samantha Page is the CEO of Early Childhood Australia and she joins us on the line now. Hi, Sam. How are you? Hello. Very well, thanks. I think there's a bit more to this than just a, a wage rise, isn't it? I mean, what is this strike about? It's a complicated scenario because the early childhood educators and teachers are employed by the myriad of providers of early childhood education around the country, Um, but the federal government provides the subsidy system that supports families to purchase early childhood education. So the primary union for early childhood educators, United Voice, have been looking to the federal government to address the wage rates for educators for some time and in fact we're running a a pay equity case through the Fair Work Commission and we're looking to the federal government to respond positively to that. So tell us, let's just start off with what is the average um, hourly award weight for a childcare educator? It depends whether the childcare educator is a unqualified educator or has a certificate through or a diploma or a teaching degree. I'd have to, I'd have to have a look at what the average wage is, but I think in your opening statement where you're correct is not many services pay much above the award rates for that, and most educators would have a certificate three or a diploma. Uh, so we're generally talking, I think, for the certificate around $19 an hour and for the diploma around $22, $23 an hour, but I'd need to check those figures for you. Okay, but regardless of even if you allow for some, a couple of dollars here or there, that's extraordinarily low for people we trust looking after our children, let alone the ones that are educated. I am a little bit opinionated about this topic, um, <laughs> um, but let's let's break it down as well. Um, so, when it comes to what these educators are paid, I know there's the award minimum, which you just mentioned. Then that most childcare centres will pay their staff. Um, but is there is there actually a pay structure or a recommended pay structure that advises that those with greater qualifications? get much more than the minimum wage? 
it, average wages for educators have increased over recent years and that's primarily because the National Quality Framework now requires that more educators have higher level qualifications uh, and that will increase again into the future. So we're looking at more educators having a diploma qualification, more educators having a teacher qualification and, and all educators having at least the base certificate three, which has seen an improvement in wages, um, but they're still not on par with... Uh, teachers working in early education are still not on par with teachers working in the school system and that's fundamentally unfair and there is no explanation for that. Um, and also, as you say, educators working with young children do an incredibly important job and we do think that they should be paid at least the equivalent of other trades you know, at, a, at the same diploma level. So um, there is no explanation why we would pay a plumber more than we pay an early childhood educator except for historic gender differences in pay rates. When you spoke about the National Quality Framework there, we know that having more qualified teachers is wonderful for our children and talking about the government subsidy for parents when they're enrolling their kids. This discussion to me sometimes feels a little bit... A little bit irrelevant for the middle class to higher earning families who, although it can be still expensive to send their kids to early learning, can still afford it. Are the children who really need this in disadvantaged areas, are they getting the subsidies subsidies that they need so that they can have the right teachers there? I think that the new subsidy system that will come in from July this year will uh, be more generous for low-income families, so that's a good thing. I think the the, the trick there is that, um, and we've talked about this before, that the activity test is quite hard, and so there may be um, families that are in insecure or irregular work arrangements that will find it difficult to meet that activity test. Um, however, if, if if the parents in the household have regular work, the new subsidy system is likely to be more generous for those families and provide better access to services for those families and those children. Uh, but I, I do think there's a lot more we could do to make access to services more affordable for children in very disadvantaged communities and, you know, in households where work is precarious or one parent has been ill and that shouldn't really impact on the children's access to quality early learning. I think the other thing to say about it is that it shouldn't, the burden shouldn't be on families. There is a social and economic benefit here of investing in early education. We know that children who access quality early learning are much better able to transition into school, much more likely to succeed at school, uh, much more likely to continue on and complete higher levels of education. Uh, we also know that, of course, by supporting families to work, there's an immediate uh, uh, give back to the economic system through parents paying, paying taxes on the wages that they earn. The economic rationale for investing in early education is very, very strong and we shouldn't be relying on individual parents being able to afford it. You're listening to Kindling Conversation. I'm speaking with Sam Page from Early Childhood Australia about the proposed walk-off 
of childcare workers in March. Sam, you mentioned, we were just talking then about the cost, and I did say that um, middle to upper income earners can afford childcare, even though it is a stretch. One of the things when a strike comes up, I know, personally anyway, it's like, oh my goodness, how are we going to look after the kids? Like Even one day is a hard juggle for parents when they have to work and their child is at daycare, and then all of a sudden they're like, what do we do? What would you say to those parents about the strike and why they should support the workers who are going on strike? We just love for parents to show the government that they care, that they agree that early childhood education is important um, and that by making alternative arrangements for their children for this one day, um, that's, that's what they're telling uh, the government, I think. And so it's really about solidarity with early childhood educators and saying, yes, we understand. And I think you're right that parents with young children do understand. A lot of parents often say, um, you know, they are um, very grateful for the quality of the services provided by early childhood educators and they understand the um, how challenging the work is and they do think that it should be better remunerated and we don't want parents to have to bear the burden of the cost of that um, but we all need to say collectively to the government it's time to change this. Now I was speaking to a childcare worker this morning and talking about the strike and they mentioned they'd been told they weren't allowed to strike because they got paid above the minimum wage. In fact, I think they'd been told they could be sued if they strike. Do you know if that's the truth or um, if are people just allowed to strike regardless of their circumstance? I am um, going to defer that question. I'm sorry, I'm not qualified to answer that. I know that the legislation now around going on strike is quite complicated and I'm not an expert so mm. I couldn't say. Um, my understanding is that there is a difference between a strike and a um, walk-off and um, I think that you probably need to ask an industrial relations expert that question. Mm. What a shame. I just can't follow Sorry. what they no no not for you I mean it's a shame that it's not clear cut for them well and I think I think it would I think it's quite surprising just how much our industrial relations laws have changed and how difficult it is now for workers to take strike action mm. and particularly they might be paid you know like I said two dollars above the award but that doesn't make it a good wage that's right Actually, while, I've, while we're back on that, I mm. just wanted to correct myself because I've just had a quick look at wage rates. And yep. So I, my understanding is that wages are more likely between $21 and $24 an hour for um, certificate and diploma qualified educators. So mm. that's I got still paid, very low, but I think the $19 I said before was too low. I've got to say, many moons ago, I got paid more than that just to climb the Harbour Bridge. So I would love to see how yeah. childcare educators be better paid. Well, a lot of people say that they can earn more working in retail, you know, and that's mm. saying something. I mean, a lot of us worked in retail when we were, you know, working through uni and um, I, I think to think that educators who have gone to the trouble of getting a qualification who work with our, you know, youngest children when they're at their most vulnerable in their education um, are being paid the equivalent. I think that's really telling. Sam, thank you so much for your time today. Very welcome. Thank you. That was Sam Page. She's the CEO of Early Childhood Australia. For information about the March 27th walk-off, head to Kindling Conversation on our website where we will include links to the latest updates. That's kindling.com.au.
Hi, we're the Beanies. Get your child off screens and into their imagination as we explore how bubbles are made. What's in a sneeze? Achoo! And what's with the weather today? Professor Know-It-All knows. Hello, Beanies. Hello. The The Beanies. A podcast just for kids. Subscribe now on iTunes or listen anytime on the Kindling app.